Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Tree Blosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And Jonah, today our special guest is Penny Hickman discussing Hunters Helping the Hungry. And this is one of my favorite topics. Only because you can say things like Hunters Helping Hungry and show off that you're a radio announcer. Well, um, and because I think that this, uh, Penny's been on our show before, and we were, you and I were both pretty fascinated by how this whole project came about. So and, welcome, Penny, and tell us And Penny what is a fascinating is, person. Good morning, Penny. She is a very interesting Good person, morning. very attractive and intelligent person. Tell us how Hunters Helping the Hungry came about, the program itself. Um, It was about 1993, and there were some hunting enthusiasts who thought, boy, this might be a a good thing. Maybe we could find a way with our venison. If if we shoot a deer, maybe we can give part of it to the people out there who are hungry. Mm -hmm. And so that's what happened. And the very first venison distribution was 104 pounds of venison distributed from the Pleasant Valley Town Hall parking lot. You know, and at at, at a quarter of a pound per per venison burger, that's a a lot of people being fed. That's a lot. Well, would you like to hear the number to date? Oh, absolutely. To date, we have distributed over fifty-eight thousand pounds oh, of wow. venison. So That's you have, you have, must have a lot of hunters participating. But who are the hunters that started it? Because you have, you had a personal connection with them, didn't you? Well, well, my husband was involved with the mm-hmm. federation. My husband was one of the founders of Deer Search Incorporated, which is. Uh, volunteers that go out and look for wounded deer if a hunter is unable to find it. That's another whole topic. But um, so we've always been active, uh, starting with my husband who is deceased, but he was very involved with all of those programs. And that's just how it came about. And then more and more people got interested. Uh, The landowners are very generous. Hunters are very generous. Uh, We have a wonderful working relationship with the DEC. Um, The DEC, you know, issues uh, permits for nuisance deer for for instance that's crop the damage department, that's the department of environmental de- conservation yeah, de- where i spent many an enjoyable year before i retired yeah oh yeah and um they these nuisance permits is something that they're interesting you know people are, are used to hunting season mm-hmm. whether it's bow uh long gun a turkey season um deer season, mm-hmm. but what they may not realize is that they have these nuisance permits if the deer are coming in and destroying all your plants and and making a nuisance to themselves, they can actually uh, eliminate them out of season. Oh, yes. and Crop what, destruction, what, I think right. it's officially yeah. called. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they issue extra tags. Yeah, right? crop right. damage right. permits. Right. Mm-hmm. Crop, crop damage permits. But um, how do, were you, were, with the DC being involved, were, are the people that participate in your program, are they issued additional permits for this purpose for hunters helping the hungry? No. How it works is it's just basically people who say, you know, I'd like to donate a deer. I have, I have two or three tags, and I, my family doesn't need all that. I'd like to donate deer to you. But then there are the crop damage permits that you're speaking about, the nuisance things. And when if, if you, for instance, apply for that to the DEC, um, they issue you the permits. And my name is on all of those permits. So that if they issue you 10 permits and you get 10 deer, you must give me five of them. 
Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. It's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a great so it's coordinated funnel, effort. Funnel that's to the program. Yes, it is. Penny Hickson, you're a very, very uh, persuasive individual, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very how, sold on the program. And how many, years, how many years in total has the program officially been active? Well, it started in 1993 with that little bit 104 pounds. 1993. And, and it's continued. And um, uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to see all of this go to food pantries, to churches, to individual families. To, it's just all over. And uh, people will call and say, I have extra turkeys. I have extra uh, goods in my freezer. Could you use them? And we do. So well, go ahead. Penny, I'm sorry. Penny Hickman uh, of Hunters Helping the Hungry. Are you yourself a hunter? I was a hunter, and yeah. um, I'm now the president of Deer Search. So right. I've I've been very active since I was a young woman. I did deer hunt, um, and a lot I don't, of people don't realize that there are women hunters. Oh, they, lots! They're very surprised. Lots. lots. When they my hear granddaughter, that. my granddaughter. I guess I'm going to get a little personal in here right with just ahead. a little information. My granddaughter was given a gift to go on a hunting and fishing expedition in Maine, and she just went two weeks ago, and she will turn 19 next week, and she shot a bear. It's hard to believe. And now they don't waste it. When they got home, it was quartered by the people there. When they got home, they cut it up, they process it, they eat everything they shoot. She got a turkey this year, she got a deer this year, they eat it all. Uh, I know from my observation, when I I was uh, with the DEC uh, before I retired, that the number of younger hunters was... uh, dropping dramatically every generation it just wasn't happening as it did in the past years where you know they'd learned father to son or now father to daughter mother to daughter however it's done um do you see that yourself that the the average age of hunters is getting up there because young people are no longer interested absolutely the opposite oh is that right i'm happy to hear uh, i see uh, i think it's amazing what's happening and our conservation awareness foundation that's basically what we did we're a not-for-profit charitable uh organization and and it's an education program Uh, What we do is we run programs like Hunters Helping the Hungry that uh, talks about kids. Come on, you know, bring your deer, but whatever. We have, we sponsor the conservation camp uh, uh, scholarships. We do the junior pheasant hunt where kids come, they learn how to hunt. They have had to go through the hunter safety program, the whole thing. We do the Morgan Lake fishing uh, the kids hooked on fishing. That's we do terrific. more and more and more with now, kids. Now, where does all the funding come from? We do. We get grants. You, um, the NRA has been very generous to our different programs. Um, actually, they uh, our hunters program are where our processing facility is in Wappingers. They provided a grant for our a cooler, so that if a hunter brings a deer in the middle of the night, or or like the deer cull that there was at Vassar, we have mm-hmm. the cooler until our volunteers can get to uh, cutting them up, skinning them, and cutting them up. And I would like to reiterate, this is one hundred percent volunteer. You know, let's let's take it from the start, okay? Penny Hickman uh, from Hunters Helping the Hungry. We have somebody out there who's a hunter, and he doesn't know about your program. Just hearing about it now on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. And the question is, how can he contact you to say, you know what? I've got plenty of tags. I don't need all that steer me for myself. I want to help the less fortunate. So let's take it from the start, your phone number, any websites, mm-hmm. and then how did he get the deer to you? And then how do you get the deer to those in need? 
Okay, my phone number is 845-635-3641, Penny Hickman. I'm also in the book, if you forget that number. Uh, what you would do is call me and say I'm interested in uh, being involved, perhaps, in the program, volunteering, or um, I'm interested in providing some, some game for you. Uh, what I do is you can you can either deliver, when, when, if, you, if you should shoot a deer, you could deliver that to Wappingers, to our processing on Old Myers Corners Road, or we do have people that are willing to volunteer and meet you or pick up the deer and take it down to a... Um, we lost a very, very valuable member of our organization who used to go out all hours of the night and pick up deer for us, and unfortunately, he passed away. So we're a little shorthanded in terms of picking it up, but you can call me. I'll tell you where to take it, or maybe we'll get someone to meet you. That's how it works. It's really simple. Just give me a call, and I'll tell you all about it. And what about butchering the deer, or chopping up little cuts oh, yeah. and stuff? We yeah. have volunteers who usually meet every Tuesday night and what they do is they cut up the deer it's either like hamburger or it's cut up in like stew and it's then put in the gallon Ziploc bags it's frozen in the freezer and then what I do is I get together some volunteers and we distribute throughout Dutchess County and how does that distribution take place volunteers all right but <laughs> say does somebody call you up and say hey I need some deer meat uh, I, I'm out of work or I know a family who needs a deer meat. You know, I'm a neighbor. I want them to help out. Is that how it happens? That's how it happens, and I might meet them and give them some. Or it's at churches. It's at the Poughkeepsie Lunchbox. It's here. It's there. It's all over the place. It's being distributed. So you, you coordinate through the local food pantries Yes, banks. I do. And the yeah. churches and, and just individuals. Mm-hmm. We have an individual gentleman. He, he's, he's distributed thousands of pounds of venison in the last few years. Thousands of pounds. You know, we'll find out more about this in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the delightful Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, the equally delightful and energetic Penny Hickman, who is from Hunters Helping the Hungry. And Sarah, who keeps us fed on Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, Radio Rotary is brought to us by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of... Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Middletown, Millbrook, and Poughkeepsie, Arlington. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling disease. But each of them know they could accomplish so much more if only they were 1,200,000 and one. Learn more at Rotary.org. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. 
Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I am joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. And today we're talking to our friend, Penny Hickman, who's discussing the all-volunteer program, Hunters Helping the Hungry. And it's basically a distribution organization network that is set up to get uh, all types of game, not just deer, although venison was the beginning of it, I believe, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, and probably the bulk of the food that is provided out throughout the community where... um, People who are in need can take advantage of that. It's all obviously it's organic. Um, it's donated um, through this service. Um, and Penny, we wanted to talk about a little bit in this segment about how it's not just restricted to venison. That there are all types of game that you deal with. Right. Well, the uh, I I believe as the word gets out there, people realize that there is an increase in the number of families who are facing economic difficulties in Dutchess County. Right. And we have been very blessed with the response to the area preserves, the game birds. And uh, this is truly amazing. But again, we have had donations from these preserves of thousands and thousands of pounds of breasted out birds. Now, I want you to think about that because they kind of laugh at the at the meetings when I talk about the thousands of pounds of birds. I want you to picture what how small the breast, for instance, of a pheasant or a duck is. And now, the what the preserves do for us, they not only uh, remove the feathers, clean the birds, breast out the birds. They then vacuum pack them for me. They freeze them for me. And then they call up and say, Penny, we've got some some birds for you. Now, just think about how many little breasts of duck or pheasants it takes to make a thousand pounds. Yeah, that's an and amazing volunteer had, effort. I mean, and they're they're doing this for us because, again, these people are wonderful sportsmen and they realize the need, and there it's tremendous. And it's you know, tremendous. Penny, I'd like you to repeat the amazing tonnage of deer meat that you've distributed over the years since you started in the in the 1990s because for somebody who may have joined us late, set, give us that figure again. How many people? When it started and how much you've distributed. It started in 1993 with 140 pounds being distributed from the Pleasant Valley Town Hall parking lot. And to date, it is over 29,000 tons or 58,000 pounds Fantastic. that we have recorded, that we have distributed since the inception of all the All donated by hunters and all volunteer distribution. All 
everything. One hundred percent volunteer. Fantastic. What a what a what a great great service. To but the this isn't the only public. program that you sponsor. You also have all types of instruction. Um, I know you do. You're very uh, prominent in uh, hunting safety programs. Talk yes. a little bit yes. about that. Well, I guess we realized early on that the future of our outdoor activities and the safety that we have a responsibility there being a federation of Dutchess County Fish and Game Clubs and then our conservation awareness. It, we have a responsibility to to do well with these youngsters that are coming up. So what we do, we do have programs. We have the conservation camp uh, scholarships. And what these are, these are the DEC provides these programs and there's camps for the kids to uh, go to and they learn boat safety and they, they learn hunter safety and hunter education. We have our junior hunter uh, pheasant Well, you hunt. know, before you leave the, the camps, yeah. I will say many Rotary Clubs also sponsor scholarships to the DEC camps, including uh, my home club of Red Hook. Yes, you do. We're delighted to do that. Yes, you do. And I, um, in memory of my husband, I send a child every year to Camp to Bruce. Um, We also have, like I mentioned, the Junior Hunter Pheasant Hunt. That's in September of every year. And this provides an opportunity for youngsters who are reaching hunting age to learn hunting techniques, safety techniques, They're to become a responsible hunter and sportsman. They must go through the hunter training course. They're accompanied by on the hunt by an adult um, a volunteer guide. And then we do this, and, and it's an overwhelmingly well-received program. So we do, we do everything we can to educate these these kids and, and give them a good start. Let's talk a little bit about hunter safety, Penny Hickman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll have, have a lot of hunters out there who wear camouflage instead of bright popsicle blaze orange. And what I think a lot of people don't realize is that the only thing camouflage does is hide you from your fellow hunters. We've had a lot of tragedies in this Hudson Valley area of hunters shooting other hunters. Um, uh, I used to investigate those when I was with the DEC. We had a terrible tragedy in my hometown of a wonderful young man who was killed in a hunting accident. Could you please convince hunters out there why blaze orange is so important? Well, I, it would be wonderful to try, and uh, we we certainly do advocate it at the Federation. We talk about it. Uh, to me, it's only common sense. I don't understand why anyone would go out in, in, in hunting uh, camo garb and try to camouflage themselves. It, it doesn't make any, any sense to me at all. Get out there and make sure you're safe. That's important. You have a family that's waiting for you to come home or, or whatever. You have a responsibility yeah, to Because as safe. far as we know, the deer are colorblind. So the camo, the, the blaze orange, right. they can't tell the difference. But right. your fellow hunters can see that orange. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But there are those that are so resistant to doing that. I don't understand that. But and and talking about resistance, um, you know, there are people probably listening to us now, or certainly neighbors and friends that you've talked to and I've talked to who are very anti-hunting. You know, oh, you're shooting Bambi. And not realizing that, number one, uh, without uh, a, a regulated hunting program. The control. Yeah. The deer. It controls would, the population, would, the deer population. You know, breed themselves out of existence because they would starve themselves because there's very lot of, uh, they're very <laughs> facile at breeding and making little deer. And that um, we are putting food on the table, not just for families, but with hunters helping the hungry, for the people in need. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you respond to that when people say to you, oh, that's terrible, hunting? I guess everybody is entitled to their opinion. Um, uh, We're eating it. People are eating this. This is providing food for people that maybe don't have the means to to buy food for their families or to provide enough food for the family. You know, I guess I'd be very blunt and say, get over it. There is a need <laughs> out there. There is a big need. 
Have you seen more in the in the recent past when the, as the economy has uh, soured a little bit? Do you have more call for uh, hunters helping the hungry to, to provide more venison and other game? I just see this being nothing more than more positive year after year after year. After, very well received. Um, I just see it as a very positive thing. And how many volunteers, immediate volunteers, are participating? with you directly, Penny. Okay. How many people are involved? You mean in, that are involved with the Federation? Or there's scores. If you talk about the people that actually help us distribute, uh, within people within the Federation, there are those that will help deliver the deer to the processing. There mm-hmm. are the, And I would like to say that we're, we're very, very grateful to Roger Humiston, who gave us a part of his farm down there, some buildings. And uh, one of the buildings is where the, uh, the butchering and the processing takes actually place. That's on. where the little cooler is. And um, he has been very generous in giving that to us. So. Mm-hmm. So um, how many total people involved, boots on the ground, in this know. effort? But I, probably dozens, right? Dozens. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, there's scores of people involved. What a wonderful program. Mm-hmm. You know, give us the phone number again and, uh, you know, how the people can contact you if they want to donate uh, venison or, or bird okay. uh, game for you. and uh, Or if they th- think they could use a little bit of help for putting food on the table for their kids. Okay. Um, again, my name is Penny Hickman. My phone number is 845-635-3641. The, uh, our Federation of Dutchess County Fish and Game Clubs has a new website. It's, it's just being developed, but it, I, I, it'll knock your socks off when it's done. It's called duchessfishandgame.org. We also have a post office box for our Federation and our Conservation Awareness, which is post office box 3201, Poughkeepsie. 12603. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a need, your family has a need, if you know those that have a need, please call me. We'd be happy to try and help them. And if you feel that you would like to volunteer for our program, we'd love to hear from you in that regard as well. Now, Penny Eckman, in the minute we've got left, uh, you know, you talked that about a, your granddaughter being a hunter, you being a hunter. What do you say to the ladies out there who may say, oh, that's not for me. I, 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 I'll let my husband do it, but I, I won't get into that. I don't know. I just have always have been an outdoors person, so I just enjoyed it. I grew up in hunting families. I married into a hunting family. My children did. My grandchildren did. And I can't leave out my grandson. My grandson also got a deer and a turkey. So um, <laughs> I, it's just, I don't know. I just go out and give it a try or come up and volunteer at our Junior Hunt, Hunter Pheasant program or some of our programs and see the fun that there is. Well, Penny Hickman, you're a fun person, and <laughs> thank you not only for coming on Radio Rotary, but thank you for all those meals you've given to the needy through Hunters Helping the Hungry. Absolutely. Thanks thank so you. Much. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. It was our pleasure. And uh, who has given us the pleasure of supporting Radio Rotary this week there, Miss Sarah O'Connell? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Newburgh, New City, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, and Southern Ulster. For my co-host, Sarah O'Connell, for our engineer, Jay Berzy, and for our producer, Miss Betty Renner, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. It's Rib Fest time. And Highland Rotary invites you to their 8th annual Hudson Valley Rib Fest. 
the Ulster Fairgrounds on Saturday and Sunday, August 18th and 19th, starting at 11 a.m. Enjoy live entertainment, delicious award-winning barbecue, and cooking demonstrations. Fun for all ages. And all this for just $5. And that includes the parking and entertainment. Save the date. Hudson Valley Rip Fest, August 18th and 19th. For more information, contact HudsonValleyRipFest.org. That's HudsonValleyRipFest.org. 